Sabotage Unmask, Unraveling the Hidden Threats to Your Marriage, Episode 125. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome, Awaken You in Your Marriage listeners. How are you all doing this week? Over here in America, we are celebrating the passage of the Declaration of Independence today on the release date of this episode. My normal way of celebrating is taking a getaway (laughs) to rest, relax, and do my mid-year reflection, review, projection. But this year, I am doing my mid-year reflection right here in Minneapolis as I am dog-sitting for my daughter while she takes a getaway to enjoy the holiday. And I'm completely loving it. Today, I want to unmask some of the ways we sabotage the exact thing we want in our lives. And while I am going to be specifically talking about our intimate relationship, our marriage, you can apply this to pretty much any area of your life, your job, your exercise routine, your eating habits, whatever it is that you want different results in. The idea for this episode actually came from something I often find myself coaching people on in our Courageous Love Conversations. And of course, it also is something that comes up with my coaching clients. It is thinking about being with someone else someone who excites them way more than their spouse, someone who we can have an intimate and interactive conversation with, someone who gets us, someone who adores us. And sometimes it is an emotional affair that we are having with somebody or a past emotional and or physical affair where they keep mentally coming back to us. In our mind, we keep revisiting this past affair. It can also be less of a mental, emotional, or physical obsession with another person, but it could be some sort of continual entertainment of all the ways the relationship that you're in is wrong. Looking at all of the negatives without giving airtime to the opposite. And of course, that will never have you creating something different in your intimate relationship. And it could also be 
distracting yourself with something like the kids or work or vacations or volunteering, literally anything that keeps you from doing the uncomfortable work of rebuilding your marriage. And all of these things that we do that are arguing with what is, right? It is keeping us from facing reality and fantasizing, going away somewhere else. They keep us from discovering what is in the way of creating something better. I call these things energy leaks, ways that we sabotage our marriage. And I have talked about these energy leaks before in other episodes. I've called them heart leaks. And they have recently come back into my mind with these coaching sessions that I have been doing as well as a case study that I presented in my master relationship coaching alumni group where my coach, Amy Gianni, brought energy leaks up into our discussion. So today, let's just talk about them. Let's talk about first, what exactly is an energy leak? And what I just talked about were ways that we are leaking energy away from what we want. But an energy leak in your life is something you are spending energy on that is counterproductive to the result you want. It keeps you from moving forward. It will often do more damage or move you further apart. I often talk about what we focus on grows. And so when we're focusing on how bad our marriage is, (laughs) or if we're focusing on something outside of the marriage that makes us feel special, makes us feel wanted, valued. We'll keep focusing on that while destroying what we may even have left in our marriage relationship. So let's talk about some different ways we could have energy leaks in our marriage One that I already talked about is fantasizing about being with somebody else. And this could be real or imaginary. So it could be a real person, maybe somebody that you work with or uh, somebody you met, or it could be a made up person in your mind. Obviously, if it has developed into a real affair, whether it's emotional or physical, Obviously, it could be actually something that is going on right now. And if that's happening, of course, that is not going to ever improve what is happening in your marriage. Then also, there can be the fact that maybe this has happened in your past and you're doing the work of... You're staying in your marriage and you're doing the work of wanting to have a better relationship with your partner, but you keep going back to this experience that you had and fantasizing about it. What if it would be better if I went back to that or, you know, I wish I could have that. 
Another way is not fully committing to the relationship. When you're not fully committing to the relationship, you are giving yourself options to leave. So when something doesn't go right, you can go to the other option. I talked about leaving without leaving in episode 120. And then also in episode 119, uh, the episode about should I stay or should I go and why you need to decide. Go back and listen to that because fully committing to either staying or going, but if you're in the marriage and you haven't made any plans to leave, then truly what you are doing is staying. And so do you want to commit to that? Or do you want to continue to be wishy-washy? Being wishy-washy is an energy leak. Another way is using work or hobbies or volunteering or church or something else, children, as an excuse to not fully engage in your relationships. So you pour into something else because what is going on in the relationship feels uncomfortable. Now, I'm not saying that work, hobbies, volunteering, and kids, I'm not saying that they're not important. Self-care, they are very important. But when you're using them to get away from your relationship, that's when it's an energy leak. Another way is wondering if you married the wrong person. And this is similar to number one and number two, but it's spending energy thinking that there's somebody better out there versus actually dreaming of being with your partner and how amazing it will be when you figure this out versus really having this dream for your relationship and believing that you're actually living in it right now, creating that versus fantasizing about that with somebody else. Like I said, it can be a made up person. Another way is focusing on your own insecurities as reasons that your partner might not be interested in you. So insecurity about how you look, your weight, your physical shape, your age, the wrinkles on your face, the color of your hair, um, your maybe lack of vibrant <laughs> mobility. <laughs> I, could, I could say that now with my knee injury. Basically blaming your lack of connection with your partner on yourself. And then the last way I want to share is Spending energy at trying to find evidence that your partner's not committed to you or that their interest lies in someone else or something else and trying to prove their betrayal, not trusting them. This is such a big energy leak. And I talked to so many people about this. I made a mistake um, when I was talking about not fully committing to the relationship as being an energy leak. I referred to episode 120 and 119. I meant 118. 118 is the episode about should you stay or should you go and why you need to decide. But in this last 
energy leak that I'm talking about trying to prove their betrayal, go back and listen to episode 119, which is titled How to Build the Closeness You Desire, but it's all about safety and feeling safe and creating your anchor of safety from within yourself. And that's how you start to have your own back. You can allow yourself to trust other people, let other people be who they are, and know that you will know when something is amiss. Okay, so how do we stop these energy leads? I have six steps here that I'm going to talk about. The first one starts with awareness. So now you have this awareness about these ways that you could be spending energy somewhere that is detrimental to the relationship. And this list is not exhaustive, right? There are so many different ways that we could be doing this. But start paying attention to ways you may be spending your time that aren't supportive to a trusting, strong, loving relationship. Think relationally. Think about if I were all in on this relationship, if I was committed to building a strong, trusting, loving relationship, would I be doing this thing? And then the next thing is that as you become more and more aware of these counterproductive thoughts and behaviors, start to pay attention to what triggers you into them. What happens in real time in your relationship? What do they do? And then what happens in your body when they do that? What happens in your mind? And then how do you react? What happens that has you going into these energy leak behaviors? Then the third thing, notice how the energy leak may make you feel in the moment. Okay, does it make you feel validated? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel like payback? Does it feel a little manipulative, controlling? Does it feel like you're escaping the awful feeling that you're feeling? And then notice how it doesn't help you resolve the problem that triggered you and how it is really just avoiding it. And when we avoid things, they grow, they don't disappear. And then fourth thing, through this awareness, you can remind yourself of your commitment and then letting go of that limiting behavior, that behavior that's holding you back, that energy leak. And if you're checking their phone, let's say, set it down. Or if you're daydreaming about somebody else, notice it, stop. If you're being self-critical, notice it and stop. And then every time, fifth tip, every time you catch yourself in this energy leak experience, write about what happened, how you were feeling in that moment, what you did to compensate for that feeling and how that felt in the moment. 
as well as how writing about how it took away from time or energy that could have been spent better understanding yourself, better understanding your partner, and better understanding your relationship and the dynamic that the two of you have together. And then the last tip is that the more you practice these steps, the easier it will be to catch yourself and stop engaging in them. And the less frequent they will occur. You start plugging up the leaks and putting more energy into creating the life you dream of, the life where you confront how you're feeling, you experience how you feel, you process how you feel so that you can understand what is creating this feeling so that you can do the work of learning how to create what you want to feel the way you want to feel and then creating that for yourself. So when you've been indulging in any sort of energy leak, it will take some time to stop yourself from whatever it is that you're indulging in. Why will it take time? Because it is relieving some sort of tension that you're experiencing. And most likely, this has been something you have been turning to for quite a long time. It is the way that you deal with this frustrating behavior. You either fight back, you avoid, you freeze, you withdraw. So in this moment, when you are wanting to turn to the action that brings you relief, I would suggest you actually tune in to episode 23, which is how to process those emotions. In that episode, I actually share an actual walkthrough of processing emotions. I'm not doing it with somebody, but I'm doing it as though you are doing the act with me. And so in that episode, I share the process of processing your emotions, which will help you better understand how you're feeling. And by the time you're done processing, the emotion will have passed. So you can skip indulging in that behavior that has you doing things that are counterproductive to the goal that you actually want. It actually only takes 30 seconds to five minutes or so to process an emotion. It's a longer when you first start doing this work. And then the more aware you become of this emotion, the less time it will take to process through it to the point where it may be just a flash, an impulse that comes and you recognize it and let it go until eventually, if you're persistent and committed to continuing the practice, it may not even come around it anymore. I want to use an example of checking your partner's phone as a way to feel better um, when we're wondering if they might be talking about you or chatting with some other emotionally exciting person of interest. Let's talk about this and use it as an example. So that action might have at one point or maybe right now provided some sort of relief for you around an insecurity you may have about how committed 
you think your partner is to you. Maybe you scour their phone and find nothing, which might not make you feel better. It might prompt you to dig deeper or it might provide some relief and it would be actually really digging into yourself. Why is it that I need to do this? What maybe from my past has made me feel insecure about the person I'm with? And so when this urge comes, instead you can pause and consider all of this. What is going on for you? Why are you feeling this urge to check their phone? Can you take time before you actually take the action to process your emotions? So eventually you'll get to the point where you want to go check the phone and instead you stop yourself and you process emotions. It is really the stages of awareness. You can search for the podcast about stages of awareness, but often, you know, the first stage of awareness is after you've taken the action, right? And then when you're able to do this, like become aware of what you want to do and actually follow through with processing the emotion, it only takes a few minutes to do that practice. And does that buy you enough time to get over this insecurity you may have been feeling and move on with something else? I guarantee that if you commit to doing this every time you have this urge, eventually you will stay focused on committing to support the relationship instead of finding ways that they are ruining it. And like I said, the commitment might be after you've actually done the thing, like checked their phone in this example, because the urge was so strong, you just did it. But then you can set it down and go do the processing and eventually it will get better. So tell me, what do you think? How might you be leaking energy when it comes to your relationship? How is the leak siphoning off energy that could be put to such better use, right? Will you utilize the steps I shared to help you keep your focus in places that are useful instead of places that are doing nothing to support, build, and create intimate connection? I'd love to hear what you learned today. Did you discover a leak that you want to work on sealing? I would love for you to share your discoveries by scrolling down and rating and reviewing the show. Share what you learned with someone you love and share the podcast with somebody who needs to hear this message. And then, of course, one step even better is if you've unmasked a sabotaging behavior and either feel it is a necessary behavior or you want help with this behavior and accountability to change it, then schedule yourself a courageous love conversation today. It's a holiday. You have all the time. Schedule it. Just get on your phone, click the link in the show notes, get it booked. It is smack dab in the middle of the year. 
Don't spend the rest of the year hoping things will get better. Be proactive and make certain things get better. I love you all. Happy hugging. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Oh,